Smith welcoming you to Prairie Doc Radio. This is a program of the Healing Words Foundation, a 501c3 founded by Rick and Joni Holm. We are here to answer your medical questions, so give us a call at 605-692-1430. 605-692-1430. Joining us today is Dr. Jill Cruz, ready to answer our medical questions. Dr. Cruz's specialty is family medicine. She works as a hospitalist with the Brookings Health System and volunteers as part of the Prairie Doc team of physicians. Good morning, Dr. Cruz. Good morning. Happy August. Yes. Here we are in August now together. You've just wrapped up a show. Yes. I don't know what to do with all my time now. Yeah. Are you feeling a lighter load? <laughs> um, it's the typical post-show letdown where yes. you just kind of, you're tired, you're exhausted, you're don't know what to do with your time. You're kind of sad because you're not hanging out with uh, all your castmates, but it's good. Yeah, yeah. So you had two full weekends of your um, Brookings Community Theater doing? Um, Well, our first weekend was cut short due to cast illnesses. So we had to cancel our Saturday and Sunday shows because we had several cast members out sick. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I hadn't it was heard heartbreaking. that. I just saw that there was a second weekend, yep. and I didn't. It seemed mm-hmm. like it was maybe added. No, so it, it was always it was, scheduled to be two weekends. Okay, yep. okay, okay. So, oh. so we did six shows instead of eight. Gotcha. Everyone healed up for the second Everyone weekend was, pretty well. Yep. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a lot of work, oh. but we all have these variables in our life. Yep. Like, and and this is community theater, so no understudies. Right. No <laughs> understudies. Yeah, I feel like. I've done some singing with the choir mm-hmm. and all those things. And it's just always, you know, if you do get that winter cold or mm-hmm. whatever as you're going into your Christmas performances, it's just such a bummer as yes. <laughs> you put all that work into that. So, mm-hmm. Jill, I have to ask you, our, our boys spent the yes. last week together. They did. Very, very intense week. So our husbands and our sons, sons. Yes. were on our scout trip to mm-hmm. Montana. Yes. A week long, five days of canoeing mm-hmm. and camping, 108 miles down yes. the Missouri River. And came home relatively unscathed. Some yeah. chapped lips was the biggest Okay, that was the biggest issue. concern. Yeah. I, was cur- I, had, I was curious what your report was yeah. from your end. So yep, They had a lot of fun. Like I said, the little chapped lips, little windburn yes. there. Um, but I was expecting more blisters and sore bottoms from sitting in a canoe that long. But right, sounds like they had a great time. Yeah, it does. And in the pictures I've seen, it looks like they've all... Um, followed the rules that we talk about here on the Prairie Dock with mm-hmm. wearing sunscreen, yes, wearing their hats, wearing yep. their uh, long sleeves. Wearing protect, their life jackets. Wearing their life jackets. Very proud of them. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So a lot of safe things. Because I think they had high 90s last yeah, week. So it was a hot, hot week for them. But yep. they all survived. You are also very generous, and you volunteered your van to go on this yes. trip. How did your van do? <laughs> oh, it came back with a chipped window. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, shoot. Oh, well. Yeah. But other than that, fine. Yeah. Oh, uh, it was a little odd uh, driving Major's pickup around, and um, they tried to give him a I was working at the hospital, so I parked in the doctor's parking, and people were like, why is the nurse's pickup in the doctor's parking? Like, ah, it's me. Don't get mad me. at me. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, not my yeah. husband parking there. It's me. I, I have his truck today, and yeah, he has yeah, my yeah. van. Yeah. Yeah. They're, those pickups are big. They're big. Around, yeah. But yeah. Excellent. Well, yes, it sounds like our boys had a good good week. A and safe I think week. That's in- what I was most concerned yes. about, that no one got injured. Right. Yep. yep. A safe week. Yep. And now I think they are appreciating air conditioning and 
ice cubes and all yep. those good things that we just kind of take for granted otherwise. Yeah, like so. having to pack in all the water they need and right. all the food they need. That was a lot because mm-hmm. there was nowhere to really pick anything else right. up along the way. Right, right. It's pretty remote. Dr. Cruz, you were just sharing you have a fun new thing you're using with your family. Yes, my, uh, my kids got something. Um, it's called a truth brush, and it's this little um, thing that you put onto the toothbrush, and okay. it uh, uses uh, Wi-Fi to this hub, and it'll send a message to my phone, and it tells me how long they brush their teeth, what areas they're brushing well at, where they're missing, and then they can earn fun little badges, awards for doing stuff, and I can set up you know, awards for if you brush, you know, 15 times, then you'll get, you know, $5. Or you can set up your custom reward, you know, if, you know, Allie wants to get something, you know, a stuffed animal, then I can make that, okay, this is your reward and this is how you're making progress towards earning that reward. So it was a really neat thing uh, because I'll tell you, did you brush your teeth? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure I did. I'm like, "Um, the app says you did not. Sure. (laughs) And now I can say, oh, you know, um, you brushed your teeth at 925 this morning for 179 seconds (laughs) and 98% of the tooth surfaces were covered. So it's got this really cool, and it can tell if they just put the toothpaste on it and just held it there. Sure. <laughs> so it'll sure. show me how active they're brushing and when they're having pauses to like, you know, spit and rinse their mouth. Yeah. So it was a really great thing for my kids because I wasn't sure they were always telling me the truth that, did you brush your teeth? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, and now you I've can asked check them. Check if the toothbrush is wet or not. You can but. run it under the. <laughs> trust me, you can run it under the sink and not. <laughs> right, right. So this tells me because the first time my, my son did it, he brushed his teeth for. Let's see. Did you tell your kids this thing was on there, or did oh, they yeah. notice it? Yeah. Okay. Yep. He brushed it for. Um, it was like forty seconds. Oh sure. Yeah. And you're like, we got it. We got to work on that. And I was like, that. oh, we got to work on that. That is not the two minutes you're supposed to be brushing your teeth for. So it's really good to get them get that feedback. Yeah. And know because two minutes is a long time when you're brushing your teeth. It right. seems like a really long time. Mm-hmm. So this helps them get it. Yep. Yeah, 40 seconds was the first time. And he yeah. missed like the upper inside area yeah. completely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things that we do every day mm-hmm. and you just kind of maybe don't think about it. So yeah. I'm sure even just using it for a short amount of time here will help establish some healthy habits. Yeah, so seeing them. those goals and how much they're covering and it gives a percentage score of how well they're doing it with their average time. So it's really, I've been pleasantly surprised with how it has motivated my kids yeah, to say, do it. Yeah, are they both motivated? They're I know both, People yeah. are motivated differently, mm-hmm. but they are both. Yep, my, my daughter's motivated to get the... Um, reward the little stickers that you'll get for yes you know and my son's just motivated not to get yelled at (laughs) for not brushing (laughs) his teeth so yeah very good yeah very good well lots of fun new tips and tricks out there for us parents all the time (laughs) right who who knew and it's really not that um costly Uh, one i got they have one where the it'll last for about a year and then the battery dies and sure. that's about $30 each. The yeah. one I got, you can replace the batteries, and those are um, $35 each. Yeah. So really, uh, yeah. not that expensive not that to get. And then you can kind of customize it and make them look cute. And Right. But it really, it worked great. Yeah. I'm pleasantly surprised with, now I know my kids are brushing their teeth and brushing them long enough because mm-hmm. it's, 
it's teeth are so important. Right, right. We want to keep those. We want to keep long them. Term. Yep. Yeah. And our last trip to the dentist was not a good one. So I'm yeah, like, okay, sure. we have to do something. Yep, yep. So Trying here we go. Step it up. Well, way to find some solutions and options yeah. that work for your for your crew. Well, it's time for us to go to our first break. We thank you for listening to Prairie Doc Radio on KBRK and on our podcast. Call us now at 605-692-1430 with any medical questions you would like us to address. We will return following this informative message from the Avera Medical Group. The grass is growing and that means it's time to mow. Please remember these safety measures to protect your health. Wear goggles, hearing protection, gloves, and long pants. Always wear sturdy closed-toed shoes while mowing the lawn. Do not drink alcohol or use other substances before or while using your lawnmower. Do not remove safety devices or guards on the mower and never insert hands or feet into the mower to remove grass or debris. Parents, teach these safety measures to your children. This safety tip is brought to you by the Avera Medical Group, Brookings, 697-9500. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. I'm Laura Ellsworth, and Prairie Doc physician Jill Cruz is here to answer your medical questions. Give us a call at 605-692-1430. 605-692-1430. Dr. Cruz, we have an excellent essay this week in yes. our Prairie Doc Essays by Dr. Tom Dean. Uh, Dr. Dean is a physician in Westington Springs. Uh, uh, my notes here show that he's been there for 40 years. Yes. And uh, exciting this year for Dr. Dean. He's being inducted into the South Dakota Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. So very deserving. I know he's done a lot for his community and a lot for the state and a lot for physicians to help keep things going. So grateful to have Dr. Dean's perspectives shared in our Prairie Doc world this week. So he is talking about drug prices. Yes. This is a fascinating article. I learned a lot by reading mm-hmm. by reading this. He talks about how drug prices in the United States are higher than most other developed countries yes. and uh, more than twice the average price of other countries. Yes. Dr. Cruz, why is this? Why is this? Uh, because they can? Yeah. <laughs> because they can. I mean, yep. really, that's there's no um, rules that says what a drug can be charged. It's mm-hmm. It'll charge what they can get the money for. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing that puts a cap on drug prices, unfortunately. Um, I know that really came out with insulin because insulin just kept going higher and higher and higher. And that one finally, you know, Government had to step in and say, this is ridiculous. That's something people need to live. Mm-hmm. You can't be charging $400 for a vial of insulin. This is mm-hmm. not, because that's not an optional medication. Yeah, I right. mean, mm-hmm. you know, if someone doesn't get their heartburn medicine, inconvenient, but not, you know, they're not going to die if they miss a dose. Mm-hmm. If you don't get your insulin, miss a dose, you know, that could be mm-hmm. very harmful. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they're, they're really, it's, it's just the way our our um, economy works here that if they can charge it and people are willing to pay then they will and you know they're trying to maximize profits right so part of the argument that um, dr dean goes into too is that 
it costs a lot to develop a drug yes. and to do the research. And there's a lot of risk because mm-hmm. you spend a lot of resources developing a drug that may or may not ever, work. Ever, or ever come to market. Yep. Right. I mean, there's so many clinical trial phases. You know, you've got phase one, phase two, phase three, phase four. So, you know, you have to make it through everyone. And at any step, your drug that you have put thousands of thousands mm-hmm. of dollars into could just get scrapped. Mm-hmm. So... Um, that is why, and, and that's why they're not coming out with new antibiotics because, you know, antibiotics are cheap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most of them, you know, they, a lot of them are old, they're generic. So why would you come out with a new brand name antibiotic when there's so many, you know, generic alternatives out there, they're not going to make money off of it. Uh, and the U.S. has a lot of rules regarding safety and efficacy mm-hmm. that we have to have. We have to prove that things are, are safe and effective. Um, there's a was a great medication that was on the market for ears, for kids with ear infections, called Aurelgan. It was these drops that basically numb the ear. It didn't treat the ear infection, but it, it stopped the pain. Okay. But it was taken off the market because there was no... Because it was so old, there was no. It was before they had all these rules for the testing for safety and efficacy. Mm. And the company that made it said, yeah, "This is a cheap med. We we're not charging much money for it. There's no way we could recoup the cost to go back to do the testing to prove that it was safe and effective. So we're just going to pull it off the market." Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. And which which was really sad because. We knew we've been using it for you know, years, decades. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we knew it was safe. We knew it was effective, but there was no study to prove it. And the cost of that was cost prohibitive to go back retrospectively and prove. So they're like, yeah, we just won't make it. Sure. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Um, let's talk about the process for kind of developing drugs. Uh, Dr. Dean talks about how. You can get a patent when you're right. working on it, mm-hmm. and which prevents competition for a while. 20 years. Yep. Okay. It's your 20 years with that patent before a drug can go generic. Um, and with generic, all that means is the active gr- ingredients have to be the same between the generic and the prescription, a brand name one. So what they use is fillers because pills also need binders. You can't just have the active form of the medication. That's very small part of the pill you need something to kind of pack it together or the coating or the gel cap that it goes into Mm -hmm. so while the active form of the medication is identical between the generic and the brands the fillers may be different and that's why some people may say you know what i need the brand name only because they react to something in the the non-active inert fillers that they can react to so that's why some people will say you know what i can only have brand thyroid medication i can only have brand blood pressure medication and why it works differently for them or you know there's different um, companies that make the generics and sometimes the pharmacies will all of a sudden switch who they get their supply from Mm. especially with COVID we found supply issues supply chain issues and all of a sudden they'll switch okay we can't get it from this supplier we'll get it from this supplier and they notice a difference that you know my blood pressure is not as well controlled my blood sugars aren't as well controlled I'm still taking the same medication, but now the pill is yellow instead of, and used to be green and mm-hmm. now it's white. And, you know, that's because they're probably getting it from a different supplier. And, you know, like I said, active ingredient has to be the same, but those fillers 
mm-hmm. may work differently with you and your body. So there's a good chance it mm-hmm. might work for you. It's but a it good sounds chance. like there are some there are some reasons people why it might, it not, might not though, and why you know certain generics even would work better than other generics. Right. Of the exact same medication. Sure. So, Mm because I've had people, especially with pain medications, be very sensitive where they have to have it from this specific supplier and they'll talk to their pharmacy and say, hey, who are you getting this medication from? Because this is the one that works and this one does not. Mm -hmm. And it's happened enough times that I know it's not someone just saying that willy nilly. It's, it really is true. So if you notice, hey, this worked really good, and now my pill looks different, and now it doesn't seem to be working as good, talk to the pharmacy. Sure. And say, hey, did you switch suppliers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something's changed for Something's me. Something's changed. Mm-hmm. Yep. So while they're equal, they're not identical. Got it. Equal, but not identical. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dr. Dean also talks about how sometimes there's a problem when the prices are too low. Like you mentioned, mm-hmm. this is your medicine. Yeah. So talk more about how if the prices are too low, Mm -hmm. we lose some of these valuable developments or medicines, like you were saying. Yeah. So, um, you know, medications, it's, if it gets too low or there's too few people taking it, Mm -hmm. then they're like, it's not worth it for us to keep making this medication. Um, you know, that's happened with some gout medications where, you know, there just weren't enough people taking it and there was newer stuff that had come out. And so stuff, will get sunsetted and Mm -hmm. they just stop making it. And it's unfortunate if you're one of the people who are like, you know, this one worked the best for me and now it's no longer available. What am I going to do? Yeah, it, it happens. So it is definitely a market driven supply and demand. And if the demand is not there, then they'll stop making. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I guess Dr. Dean wraps up by saying we we have a lot to balance when we consider drugs and Mm -hmm. what we as consumers are looking for and Mm -hmm. want our regulators to do and and right now there's a big supply chain issue with uh, adhd medications Mm -hmm. they're having a hard time pharmacies are having a hard time getting medications in um every time i'm at a hospital meeting with the pharmacists they're talking about drug shortages Uh, for a long time we had a hard time getting iv fluids because a hurricane hit puerto rico and that's where most iv bags were made of Mm -hmm. iv saline and so we had a a shortage of saline Mm -hmm. which so it all depends on you know we natural disasters can throw off your supply chain if you know 80 percent of the iv bags we were getting were made in puerto rico and now you know, the, the factory was literally destroyed by a hurricane, and it took a very long time for those um, shortfalls to get caught up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, supply and demand. And mm-hmm. if we lose that, if there's only one or two or just a few suppliers of things, mm-hmm. that can really throw off our and balance. Unfortunately, that is the case for a lot of things where there's one or two suppliers and, you know, one just decides, you know, we're, we're done making it. And mm-hmm. that has happened um, I think there was one time it was with a vaccine for um, premature infants mm. to prevent, um, I think it was for RSV. Um, and one supplier said, you know what, there's two of us making it. We're not going to make it anymore. And the other one's like, we can't keep up with the demand. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And and so then, you know, preemies weren't getting the vaccines that they needed yeah. to protect them. So, yeah. Yep. 
A lot, a lot, a lot to balance out in there. A lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it was a thoughtful article. Thanks for discussing mm-hmm. it with us this morning, Dr. Cruz. It's time for us to go to our next break. We thank you for listening to Prairie Doc Radio on KBRK and on our podcast. Call us now at 605-692-1430 with any medical questions you would like us to address. Look for Prairie Doc wherever you get your podcast. Today's program will be added to the podcast soon. We will return following this informative message from the Avera Medical Group. Attention drivers, there are many bikers on the road. Please remember these rules. Share the road. Bicyclists have the same rights to the road as motor vehicles do. It is the law to allow three feet between your car and the bicyclist. Give bicyclists space on the road. When turning right, look right before proceeding. Always check the sidewalks as well as the traffic lanes when merging or turning. Slow down and watch for pedestrians and bicyclists. The Avera Medical Group Brookings encourages drivers as well as bikers to help prevent accidents. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. I'm Laura Ellsworth and Dr. Jill Cruz is here to answer our medical questions. If you have a question, give us a call at 605-692-1430. 605-692-1430. Dr. Cruz, this week we're revisiting your show you did earlier this year about eyes with Dr. Vance Thompson and Dr. Karen Dickey's uh, that's Eyes are always a fascinating show. I mm-hmm. think a lot of us can relate to different things with the eyes, no matter what age we are. But even as we age, maybe more so relating yes. to those things. Dr. Thompson um, reminded us to not rub our eyes, yes. something I am guilty of. But he <laughs> really stressed how important it is that we don't rub our eyes. Do you want to mm-hmm. touch on what, some of the reasons why we should not uh, rub our eyes? Well, you definitely won't, don't want to get, uh, if there's something special, trapped underneath your eyelid there like Mm -hmm. a speck of dust or some you know glob of mascara yes (laughs) if you're rubbing your eye you could be causing corneal abrasions and that could be damaging to the eye so just be very gentle to it your eyes have a tear film that's designed to help kind of clean and wash out the eyes so you know rubbing you're just kind of being hard and abrasive we want to flush things out so artificial tears is a great thing if you're not making as many tears as normal mm-hmm. uh, which does happen as you age you know that tear production and that tear film goes down so you want to really protect those eyes and not cause injuries got it yeah so try not to rub our eyes yes That's a good and, and don't sleep with your contacts in oh <laughs> unless they're approved for that but sure yes. don't sleep with the contacts because they you know you get something underneath your contacts and then you go into REM sleep what is REM? Rapid eye movement. Your eyes are going back and forth. You've got something trapped under that contact. You're basically rubbing your eye and scratching stuff with that contact all night while you're sleeping. I hadn't really thought about it, Dr. Cruz. I've just yeah. always been told, don't sleep <laughs> don't with your contacts it. in. But I hadn't yeah. really thought about That's some why. of those risks. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, one of the big topics you guys talked about on the television show is cataracts Mm -hmm. and they mentioned that cataracts are just part of aging i think dr thompson said it you get wrinkles on your face you get gray hair and you get Mm -hmm. cataracts that's just the way it is that is is life (laughs) yeah so Mm -hmm. what what are cataracts cataracts are when the lens of the eye that's what allows light in and focuses it onto the the back wall of eye so you can see the images um is that lens gets cloudy 
Mm-hmm. So very common thing to happen as we get older, that lens gets cloudy, it's, and then you have a hard time seeing. Everything gets foggy. You can get rings around lights, especially at night. It can make driving at night very hard and dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can make it hard to read. So kind of depending on where the cataract is is how it will affect your vision, if it's more on the outside versus more in the center area. But definitely will make your vision blurry and just dull, make it harder to read because... Um, Again, it's like looking through a dirty window. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there's options if you have cataracts. Mm-hmm. So tell us about those. Um, the main option is surgery, cataract mm-hmm. surgery. Replace that lens. Um, we like to wait until the cataract is mature or fully developed and then take it out. A lot of people will get one eye done and then like one or two weeks later get the other eye done. Okay. And trust me, most people say, oh my gosh, this is so much difference. My mom actually yeah. just had cataract surgery done okay. earlier this month. And mm-hmm. she's like, wow, I didn't realize how bad it was because it, it forms so slowly. You kind of don't realize your vision is going sure. um, until your eye doctor may say, hey, do you realize you got some cataracts forming here? And right. And um, yeah, you'll notice how much brighter things are, how mm-hmm. much clearer things are, mm-hmm. how much easier it is to see and read after that surgery is is done. Yeah. So they talked about how you can do kind of a traditional mm-hmm. lens implant or a more of an advanced lens mm-hmm. implant uh, without getting too technical. Oh, do you want to talk no. about that? No, okay. <laughs> that is yes, way beyond my pay yes, grade. Yes. Watch the show. They explain it way better yes. than I ever could. Yes. Um, yeah, it's there's a lot of really interesting things, but I will tell you this: Dr. Vance Thompson is known worldwide for his innovations. My brother went to optometry school, and he was in their textbook. Yeah, so yeah. he is the expert. Yes, <laughs> I yes. will not even feign to uh, try to keep up with his level of knowledge and expertise. So it was such an honor to have him on the show. Yeah, both Dr. Thompson and Dr. Karen Dickies, mm-hmm. they both did such oh, a great job. They did. I feel like I mentioned this recently on another radio show but it's so fun when we have these guests who are so passionate Mm -hmm. about what they're doing so knowledgeable and can also present the information so well (laughs) so they've been doing it for so long yeah yeah so if anyone has eye questions about anything uh it's a great show to catch up on Mm -hmm. well we're going to go to our final break we thank you for listening to prairie doc radio on kbrk and on our podcast we will return after this message from avera medical group brookings The grass is growing, and that means it's time to mow. Please remember these safety measures to protect your health. Wear goggles, hearing protection, gloves, and long pants. Always wear sturdy closed-toed shoes while mowing the lawn. Do not drink alcohol or use other substances before or while using your lawnmower. Do not remove safety devices or guards on the mower, and never insert hands or feet into the mower to remove grass or debris. Parents, teach these safety measures to your children. This safety tip is brought to you by the Avera Medical Group Brookings, 697-9500. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. I'm Laura Ellsworth, and we have Prairie Doc physician Jill Cruz here with us this morning. Dr. Cruz, we are in August, so summer is wrapping up and fall sports are beginning mm-hmm. you wanted to remind all the parents and students out there that if you need your sports physical get it done now i can't tell you the number of times i've had someone 
hand me their sheet and say, I was like, when do you need this by? And they're like, tomorrow. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if there's anything that's an issue that we would need to follow up on or concerned, you might not get to play. Or you can call the clinic and say, sorry, our next opening is in three weeks and you missed right. three weeks of practice. We would hate that to mm-hmm. happen. So mm-hmm. definitely call in, get those sports physicals scheduled. Mm-hmm. And even if you're not doing it till winter sports or yeah. later in the school get year, it done. just Stuff get it done. Busy. Right. right now, you've got the kids have time. You're not taking them out of school to get this done. Right. You know, sixth graders are they up to date on their immunizations? Mm-hmm. You know, kids going off to college. Are you right? A lot of colleges require physicals before you come in. Mine did. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yep, yep. Good reminder. So as yep. we wrap up our summertime, get those get those things checked off our yes. list. Yeah. All right. Well, before we go, please be sure to tune in to South Dakota Public Broadcasting Television and the Prairie Doc Facebook page for On Call with the Prairie Doc most Thursdays starting at 7 p.m. Central. Join us tomorrow for an encore On Call with the Prairie Doc. Eyes, connections to your overall health. Prairie Doc host Dr. Jill Cruz is joined by Dr. Vance Thompson from Vance Thompson Vision and Dr. Karen Dickies from Ophthalmology LTD. So tune in this Thursday at 7 p.m. Central on South Dakota Public Broadcasting or on the Prairie Doc Facebook page. We hope you've enjoyed your our Prairie Doc radio program and will listen again for Prairie Doc on KBRK, brought to you by the Avera Medical Group Brookings. Please follow the Prairie Doc on Facebook and YouTube for free and easy access to the entire Prairie Doc library. Visit www.prairiedoc.org. And look for Prairie Doc wherever you find your podcast. My thanks to Dr. Jill Cruz for joining us today. And as Dr. Holm would say, stay healthy out there, people. <laughs>